It's time for the Fantasy Points Podcast, brought to you by FantasyPoints.com. Top-level fantasy football and NFL betting analysis from every perspective and angle, from numbers to the film room, with a single goal to help you score more fantasy points. Okay, let's get to it. We're going to draft a team from the number seven hole using the fantasy points generator, and we will see what we see. I've done this already. I've gone through it. You may not love this team, but it did come out pretty darn well per the fantasy points generator. We are trying to maximize our drafts. We are just checking in on the flow of the draft from the various positions here we are up to number seven it's a different flow from team one or team two as i've done this exercise here welcome to another edition of hansen tense by the way i am john hansen if you're watching the video we'll do this with a screen video of the fantasy points generator if you're listening to the podcast it's all good you can be here for this process that we will kick off right now after we set our scoring system, it's going to be a PPR, one quarterback, two running backs, three wide receivers, a tight end, zero kickers and defenses, but two flexes, which can be any of the skill positions other than quarterback, a one quarterback draft. And we're underway. We'll mock to our next pick and think it's going to be a wide receiver. Um, the software is recommending Stefan Diggs. And we see, well, we'll probably just look at the other available players. We're looking at Austin Eckler, Stephon Diggs, B. John Robinson. Wow. It's very tempting to just grab like Eckler. Very tempting. He has proven a lot for sure. But it's not just about Eckler. It is about the trends here in 2023. And maybe we'll look back in retrospect and laugh at these preseason trends, but I have never been more inclined to get wide receivers um, uh, for what for what it's worth. I've certainly had years in the recent past where I've been more in on the wide house than usual. I've had years where I'm kicking it old school RBRB, uh, but I'm usually a balanced person. I'm a little imbalanced this year, going a little tipping it to the wide receiver scale. So I think the key when you're doing this is patience. And, you know, I'm going to take Steph Diggs here. And, you know, I certainly hope he's on his best behavior and not blowing up uh, as he did for me the last time I actually rostered him is last year in Minnesota. Now, you always want to look at, you know, your best available player in round two before you make that pick in round number one. And, and in this case, we do have some running backs still available. Tony Pollard, Jonathan Taylor. Derrick Henry, Ooh, boy, obviously Pollard would be fine here. It's a little under his ADP or over, um, and so we're, it's a slight, slight overpay. I just don't have a really good vibe and feel for Pollard's availability here. I'm just curious what the Cowboys are going to do. I'm recording this on Wednesday, August 2nd. Uh, we did want to wait a little bit, get into the preseason to have some, some you know, we don't want to, like, do this on a uh, July 25th and 
a lot of it gets washed away by August 2nd with the news coming out of camps like Jonathan Taylor. Uh, so I'm going to look at the advanced analytics here. And well, first we got a mock tour pick here. I'm going to look at the advanced analytics and see what the software, well, software says Patrick Mahomes, uh, of course, if you check on Hanson's hints, I'm not into the quarterbacks that early, so it recommends Chris Olave at 225.5. And weirdly, and this is the genius of the software, though, and the randomness of it. it you know, it doesn't just go off of the points. It, it even looks at the, the draft itself for cues on how to react. It's a very organic uh, situation here with this software. Believe me, it's a lot uh, going into it. So every time a, a pick is made, it kind of reshuffles the entire board every single time, even as the computer is automating it and flying through the picks when I'm not making them. It's constantly making calculations. But so let's see it. It's giving me a lava again, but... But Devontae Smith is, I have him ranked higher, and we actually project him to score more points. I know that's a little weird, like nine more points. And, you know, Olave, when I'm in doubt, I go with the quarterback. So between Olave and Devontae Smith, I like Jalen Hurts. Is, uh, Jalen Hurts is the quarterback for my receiver. So I'm going to, like I said, be patient and go wide receiver, wide receiver. Now I'm good because. I know I'm going to get good running backs. I know I'm going to get a good quarterback. I'm going to get a good tight end. The one position where I'm worried about getting pinched is wide receiver. So now I'm good to open up the draft. Stephon Diggs and Devontae Smith. The software is recommending Brees Hall. But, I mean, do I want to just take Brees Hall every single time? I mean, I kind of do. Um, but I will give a nod is this too early for Najee eh, not really Najee's ADP right now is 38 and I'm at pick 31 I could go Mandrews that's that is tempting that is tempting but uh, you know this Kyle Pitts love affair this year is just too strong I mean I can wait three picks and still get Kyle Pitts I just can't do Mandrews here. Just can't do it. So, you know, as much as I like Mandrews this year, I may not be taking him much at his ADP. I thought it maybe would have been a little lower, I guess, maybe into the fourth round, which I think it was when I formed the opinion of really being into Mark Andrews this year when he was like a fourth round pick. Big difference there. So uh, I do want to get a running back. Brees Hall is a veil. Uh, it's Brees Hall, Jameer Gibbs, or Najee Harris. You know, I'm going to give a tip of the cap to Najee. This is a guy that I clearly felt was worth like the 12th pick of the draft last year. And I just got him at 31. Yeah, he was hurt last year and even more sluggish, but he was available. That's uh, that's an attribute that you like. This guy's old school. I say all the time on Sirius XM, you could just drop this dude in a DeLorean, send him back to 1988, and he could hang with those dudes and play football. You know, he's an old school dude and... Those guys were available big time. Barry Sanders, Emmett Smith, available, always available. Well, I might have to simmer down with J.K. Dobbins' projection because, man, this thing loves J.K. Dobbins. Uh, it's recommending it 
already here in round number four, but there's absolutely no value in that. So we could we could go quarterback here. Joe Mixon is available, but you know we just took Najee. I don't like that pairing. It's a little boring. Maybe I like a Rashad White Najee pairing when I can get Rashad White three rounds later. We do have our guy Ayuk. We've been going crazy on him though. Ah, we you know we could also just pass on Kyle Pitts. Uh, because I'm looking at looking at uh, T.J. Hawkinson here. Now this is a little, there's, there's no good pick right now. I mean the the great pick is probably Burrow, believe it or not. This this would be prime Burrow country to me right now, where I've been saying, all right, I'm stuck. It's round four. I'm good at receiver. I got it back. I don't know. Just give me Burrow. But this calf injury has occurred, and uh, so rather than I don't really want to be that uh, redundant because I've maybe you haven't listened to the podcast or watched the videos for picks one, two, three, or four, or five, or six, but I've been taking Ayuk like crazy. So, and, and Pitts. So, I, I think I can give a, a tip of the cap to, again, to the tight end and go with the tight end and, and just lock it down. I think it's very, very safe to say, you know, as much as I love Pitts, it's just a. It's not that I love Pitts per se. It's I love the buying opportunity on Pitts. That's what it is. Am I guaranteeing Pitts is going to do well? No. I feel a lot more confident in TJ Hawkinson, uh, to tell you the truth. Now, we just took Hawkinson before we would have had taken Pitts, so he's a little bit more pricey. But I'm going to try my best here to stay patient and... This isn't fantastic, but it's a good team. Steph Diggs, Devontae Smith, Najee Harris, TJ Hawkinson. I'm good at tight end. Uh, well, let's see what the software recommends. Once again, of course, Dobbins. Cannot quit Dobbins. Uh, now I'm already facing a quarterback situation. See, the one thing I will say is maybe this isn't the optimal route. Uh We'll see at the end of this draft, though, in terms of our projections and the tool and how it goes, if it is. I mean, look, there are many routes. There are many routes. But this one doesn't seem to be incredibly efficient. I'm, I'm going to be drafting a lot of players I like. And that's great, but I'm not really getting value. But I guess sometimes it just flows that way. I could, like I said, well, I could take Dobbins right here. Or I could just, you know, kind of play it safe with Lawrence. I think I'm just going to do that. And, you know, we're just getting the guys that I like and I'm targeting. This is my plan. And I think it's a pretty good plan. Uh, nothing's perfect. Uh, there will be players I'm passing on left and right that have great years. Just because you pass on a guy doesn't mean you made a bad pick. You may have just mitigated some risk, avoided some potential downfalls and downside. So we bring them in. It's a little boring, but good when we start with, uh, you know, we need one, an RB2 and a wide receiver three, and we've already got our starting lineup. Now, software is recommending Mr. Cam Akers. We could go Rashad White now, but why do that when we can go White in one pick and in a round, and then we can get our guy James Cook. This is the advanced analytics in the software as I'm doing this live on a video screen share. I'm showing people, if you're listening to the pod, the advanced analytics will will 
it comes up and says, you know, okay, we're going to recommend Cam Akers here, but just so you know, um, if here are the players, if you're if you pass on Cam Akers, you you know you can get Rashad White if you wait a pick, or you can get James Cook if you wait two. So you weigh against taking Cam Akers right now. And it's it's a very advantageous feature because you can clearly see where you need to go. Like, maybe I should have taken Pitts. Maybe that would have been optimal. But I'm going to mix it up just a little bit because we're, we're, we're getting Pitts at basically two rounds after Hawkinson. So, again, this is not efficient. But, again, many pass to a championship. I am going to go with the receiver here. I'm pretty sure that's exactly what I did. Uh, no, actually, I did not. I went with my guy, Rashad White. That's right. Um, man, I forgot what I did. I went with White over Cam Akers because I have White with uh, more points here. Let's uh, bring him up here. And again, not not a, not a great value. It's, it's an overpay. Uh, but is it when you're getting good players? Um, there was a report yesterday on August 1st. I can pull it up. I think it was The Athletic um, quoting several Buccaneers coaches. Uh, they're using, you know, star potential to describe Rashad White. Uh, he has expanded his route tree, which Rashad himself told me in June when I interviewed him for about 20 minutes on Sirius XM. That's kind of my guy, Rashad. And uh, he talked about how he's been lined up all over the place. Dave Canales, the new OC is taking full advantage of everyone, putting them in a really good position to succeed. It may be a rough showing, or it might be a little slow start for Canales. He's never called plays. And certainly Baker Mayfield's a little scary, but the O-line will be better. Baker can just be decent, hold down the fort. Defense should be pretty good. I mean, they have a chance to tread water here and be competitive, and, and that's all we ask for, for Rashad White, quite frankly. Um, don't be surprised if, you know, like a Keyshawn Vaughn's getting some work early in the year. They love Rashad. They simply just want to keep him fresh and not overexpose him with like they did in Houston with Damian Pierce last year, by the way. All right. Up in round seven here as we draft out of the seven hole and it's looking okay. Certainly getting a lot of players I like. Uh, Stephon Diggs, Devontae Smith, they're not going to be strong targets of mine at their ADPs, but I'm into the White House. Najee Harris, TJ Hawkinson, uh, Trevor Lawrence, and Rashad White. So we are one wide receiver away uh, from getting our uh, starting lineup. And once again, uh, oh, yeah, okay. Um, that's what I did. I'm looking at wide out here. See, I passed up on Jordan Addison for Rashad. And that, I knew, gave me the opportunity to get this guy right here. And we love him at FantasyPoints.com. Elijah Moore, I want to adopt him as a son. Scott Barrett wants to be his literal brother. Uh, and we're all fans of Elijah Moore. So we'll, we'll take him here. Uh, 86 overall. I think that was right around his ADP. Moving on to round eight. It's a little bit of a different team. And again, we're not drafting the same guys over and over again, but we are drafting this guy a ton lately. James Cook here. Pick number 91, ADP of 91. That worked out perfectly. Uh, and of course, our next pick at 103 is a guy that I love from day one. 
He has been one of the standouts in training camp, and he is the favorite to be the number one wide receiver, basically. In Kansas City, Mr. Sky Moore. It's going to be a committee. They'll throw it, spread it around big time, but boy, the confidence in Sky is, well, it's sky high right now in Kansas City, at least compared to last year. I do believe that they put a lot on his plate because they love him and they believe in him, and it, it was a little bit of a tough go. The guy came out of the MAC. These guys from the MAC, they usually take a minute. Like, oh, I don't know, Antonio Brown is a pretty good example. Um, so there's that. Love me some Sky Moore. Bring him into the fold as my wide receiver four. Now, we probably need to take a few more shots at wide receiver, but, man, there's just so many good options. I feel very good about what I'm looking at here with my foursome. I'm not going to take my uh, my quarterback there, that is for sure, my backup. Okay, so this is where I keep taking another running back in round 10. I mean, hopefully nothing happens that, you know, he doesn't go off in the preseason, but Khalil Herbert at 118, when I'm looking at him in this range in, in the 10th round, it's just fantastic as an RB4 because, look, he's their RB1 until he isn't. You know, it is a competition. There are the dudes there, and Devante, Deontay Foreman and Roshan Johnson, who did get dinged up, uh, believe, this week. So we'll see about him. But, hey, Khalil Herbert. I did a whole video on the Bears' uh, backfield, and boy, did I have some impressive data on Khalil Herbert. I looked at all running backs uh, playing from behind because I feel like the Bears are going to be doing that a lot. And uh, boy, Khalil Herbert stacked up really, really well among, uh, I forgot the sample was like 50 running backs. Uh, Moving on, this is a little bit different. This is definitely different than... The, the other drafts that it did from the other spots. Um, but it's we we are starting to get a little sameness here with like the Cook, Sky Moore, Khalil Herbert. This is just a sweet spot in, around 100 overall. Some players I really like. A little Jamal Williams action. Uh, I, I have been not getting uh, my guy uh, Darnell Mooney, uh, by the way. This will be a, this will be a decent spot for him. Though I don't want to be like this big Mooney apologist, um, but ooh, um, I think we will take Mooney here actually because I don't think we need Jamal Williams. Um, do not think we need that because of uh, the fact that we have four running backs already. We're not gonna we're not gonna do that. We will take another receiver here. It's Jacoby Myers. I, we are very high. I am higher on him than everybody else, even though I think he's pretty boring. Um, we could go with Darnell Mooney, though. I think Jacoby Myers is probably going to be safer, though. I hate to say it. Mooney might be a little more volatile with some upside, but I think with Sky Moore and Elijah Moore, I do need some stability there and boringness, so I'm going to go uh, with Jacoby Myers. That's what I did in this other draft. Okay, and... We go next up to see us in the 11th round. Let's take a look. Chiggy Akonko, no hesitation. The software recommended that. It's a great, great pick here at 139, ADP of 138. So that maximizes the ADP and the value on that puppy right there in the 12th round as our backup to TJ Hawkinson. It's a pretty good backup. Moving on. 
You know where we're going at quarterback, most likely. Oh, there he is. Kenny Pickett. But, see, we don't need to take Kenny Pickett here. We could go with the little Roshan Johnson. I know he got a little bit banged up, but we could grab Roshan and do a little monopoly of sorts on the uh, Chicago Bears backfield. That would be pretty interesting. Uh, and he is the number one player uh, ADP-wise on the board. So once again, that's I feel like we need to do that, even though it, we will probably get a little taxed by the software kind of looking to, you know, handcuff a backfield, if you will, but we'll see. Um, I know the other team that I drafted, I keep referring to in the video, um, did come out high. Spoiler alert. Um, there's Kenny Pickett in the next to last round. Clearly, he is by far my favorite backup in terms of ROI. Um, I feel very confident that Kenny Pickett is going to outproduce his ADP. And next year will probably be drafted as like the QB 13, something like that, maybe even 12. Mocking to my to the last pick is probably going to be well, running back or a wide receiver. There's my guy, John Mechie. Don't need, yeah, I'll take Mechie. I, I could take Paris Campbell here. I like him too at this late. We are at pick 175. Love me some John Metch. I saw some cut-ups of him running routes early on in camp. Man, does he look good running some routes. Uh, takes a lot of pride in that. Okay, we are done. And here's the squad. We can sort it by basically the starting lineup if you're watching the video. Well, Trevor Lawrence, Najee Harris, and Rashad White, Stephon Diggs, Devontae Smith, Elijah Moore, TJ Hawkinson, with James Cook and Sky Moore in the flex. You may not think it's great, but look, these are all good players, people. They are all good players. Khalil Herbert's good. Jacoby Myers is good. He's boring, but he's good. Chiggy is intriguing. Roshan is never going to be a star, but rock solid. Kenny Pickett, kind of the same deal. Mechie, good team. Let's take a look at how we fared, though. I have not seen this because I know a very similar team that I drafted prepper in preparation for this video, uh, came out well, but I'm not so sure about this one. Boom, we did. We came out first in starter fantasy points projected and total points. So we beat the software drafting the fan with the fantasy points generator. We are projected to score the most points. And unlike your Yahoo or whatever, where you're projected to be the best team in the league, which is usually the kiss of death, this actually means something, I do believe. So there it is. A look at how you can draft a terrific team from the seven hole, opening with Stephon Diggs, Devontae Smith. You get those two wideouts. You get an anchor type of back in Najee Harris. You get a, a stud tight end, top three guy in Hawkinson. You get who I think will be a borderline stud quarterback in Lawrence. You get a great value at RB2 and Rashad White. You get an emerging player here, like an ascending, not sleeper, but maybe a value in Elijah Moore. Same with James Cook. Same with Sky Moore. Same with Khalil Herbert. Guys are all set for large roles, and it's kind of all the sky's the limit for, the, for that little group right there. Uh, and that's quite a run. 
of uh, gorificness there. Then we got to get boring with Jacoby Myers in round 11. Chiki Okonkwo is a very good tight end, too. Roshan Johnson does lock up a little bit of the bare backfield, two-thirds of it. Kenny Pickett is the best value for QB2. And John Mechie, we'll see how the next month plays out, but one of the better uh, bargain wide receivers out there. He's damn near a free pick. That is a wrap. That Thanks for listening to Hanson's Hints. Make sure you you know check out the article, refer to the article, uh, because I've gone through the... Uh, process of doing that as well and thanks for checking in as always and we'll catch you next time here on Hanson's Hints at FantasyPoints.com Thanks for tuning in to this edition of the Fantasy Points Podcast Remember to subscribe, rate and review on your favorite platform and come join the roster at FantasyPoints.com Thank you.